Welcome to Kingdom Testimony. This is Lisa and we are continuing in the Awakening series from 2018. Seems like such a long time ago now, but uh, this what I'm covering here are things, spiritual things that happened to me in 2018, starting with January 3rd, 2018. I've been a Christian since 1985 and uh, was prayed to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in 1990. I know there's a lot of controversy. You know, people think that when the moment you become born again, you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Um, I don't know, you can pray about that. That's not the way it worked with me. For me, there was like this five-year, four-year like testing period to see if the seed was going to fall on stony ground or if it was going to make its way into good soil. So that's just the way it worked for me. Um, I had to earnestly pray about four and a half years later to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and then ask for evidence. In my life, the Lord wanted me to make my um, my born-again experience certain. All right, so let's keep going. I'm on June 1st of 2018, <clears throat> and as I've mentioned before, I'm, I'm going to go to probably about May of 2019. And the reason for that is because in May, I what I call was the culmination of uh, 2019, of uh, this whole experience. And then after 2019, you know, these things became kind of, I wouldn't say commonplace. Um... or regular occurrences by any means the year 2018 was a wow year the Lord was just doing things you know June 1st of 2018 where we'll pick up and I was just praying about this before I started recording and the Lord said don't hold back anything unless it's really you know like personal personal um, he just wants me to share it all and like I said before, it's it's not boasting. It's not like oh look at what happened to me. It's not it's none of those things. I'm just a normal person, everyday person, Christian. These things happened, and they all led up to um, a major change in my life. So June first, twenty eighteen, I wrote in my journal, the anointing is being endued. What else is there in Scripture? It's an infilling. Um, before an anointing, the Holy Spirit is with you. Then the Holy Spirit is in you upon baptism. And then afterward with the anointing, it is upon you. And then I wrote yesterday in the car, you have known how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit since the basement of, and then the town that I um, we lived in when I was first married. This is the Lord talking. You just didn't have the anointing to rise up. 
You need the oil of anointing to have the intimacy with Jesus, and that leads to your identity and destiny. Um, the oil of anointing is um, like in the priestly, and I just read that this morning, is that Psalm 133. Incidentally, uh, it's, and it's still up in my app. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Verse 2. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, and went down to the, it says, skirts of his garment, but Strong says down um, his mouth, portion, or side, edge, collar, um, and then it says to the skirts of his garments, and I'm not sure why they Strong's has that, just means with a measure. But anyway, as the dew of Hermon and the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. That's the anointing he's talking about. Um, so let's continue. And then I did a study in Acts chapter 2, um, where the Spirit is poured out. And in my notes, I write, means oil poured out, right? Weren't they all anointed at this point? It was poured out upon, and they were all filled. I think the ability to prophesy and see visions may come to some who are filled. But what about this anointed? Is those the ones whom the Spirit is upon, as in clothed upon? So that's... That's where I was at June 1st of 2018. I'm thinking about the anointing. And the reason I'm, I was thinking about the anointing is one of the last times I had gone with my sister to the revival um, gatherings in Minneapolis was the last time I had th was there that the evangelist was praying that everyone receive the, receive the anointing. And so I got on this kick about the anointing. Um, let's see. And then I note Luke twenty four forty nine. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. So in my notes I read, okay, so Acts is when they were endued with power, filled, spirit upon. Okay, so when the Spirit is with you when you are born again, in you when you receive the baptism, and upon you when you are filled. The Spirit is power. Jesus was with them. Jesus and the Holy Spirit is with new believers. Each person's walk is different. For me, it took 33 years to receive the anointing or infilling. As God wills, for others it may be right away. Some may be anointed and are so awestruck they don't know they are bearing fruit. Me, I want too much awareness of my effectiveness, and that is a detriment. I want to just flow in the river. I'm up past my ankles but haven't yet stepped into the deep. But I'm getting ready to. Okay, and then I did some teachings online. Let's see. Um, 
Well, let's see. Let's skip ahead. Okay, and then a couple days later, I remembered in April when I had gone to the prophecy conference. I had, but it was prayed over. And one of the associate pastors had said, God was leading me to a place where I will be planted. The place is spiritual, a new place in him. Um, let's see. So now during this time, I had dropped out of the Christian counseling courses, but I still had it in my mind that he wanted me to go to Texas. And when I would pray about it, I would see things like Texas license plates. And, you know, it, it just kind of all had me confused because I thought I was going to be going there, you know, like with a state-to-state -state ability to, like, do Christian counseling. They had had, like, a big hurricane or something out there in the Baytown area. And I was just kind of, you know, I'm like, Lord, I want to go somewhere and do something for you. I'm just kind of stuck here in this apartment and working. And, and I wanted my husband to go with me, yes. Um, it was looking like he wouldn't be able to because of the nature of his job. Um, you know, so I was still stuck on this that I wanted to go to Texas thing. So now I'm reading the Ruth Ward Heflin, her second book, Revival Glory. And that that's a really good one, too. I had said in the last podcast to check out her books. And they're free. Um, I put the the email... I think in the description of the last recording. So on June 10th now, I just, I was just doing a lot of praying and a lot of studying um, throughout the days leading up to this. And in the middle of the night, I felt the river, and I'm going to assume that's the river of glory in my belly. I had been reading a lot of things, um, and it was it was confirmation of things that I had been reading. Um, and then I had a vision of rain streaks that were sideways, like it was raining sideways, and each one was different colors of the rainbow. So in each set of streaks going sideways was colors of a rainbow. But it was like rain streaks on a window. Um, <clears throat> and then after that I had another vision where I saw millions of lobes in the United States. They look like multicolored Playland balls. The plastic kids playland balls and it was on a highway by a farmhouse I particularly saw I don't have it written here but I, I drew a picture of it and I can remember it it was like orange yellow and red picture uh, or um, groupings of these lobes they almost look like like chemistry balls and they were over these houses 
and it was all over the United States. But on this one farmland road that, that it reminded me of a road in, road in South Dakota that I used to take to visit my sister in Nebraska, there was a farmhouse on the right-hand side on just a country, you know, highway. <clears throat> and above their house was a big grouping of these colored lobes. I'm not quite sure what that means. To me, it meant something of protection. Um, but that's, that's what it, what it looked like to me. Okay, here I have on the next page, I have a notes on it. Chemistry, molecular orbitals, organic and quantum. I started looking up and, and there was such a thing as lobes. Um, one was in the air, like on a rural highway. And as I went along, I saw about a hundred clustered behind a house, along highway farmland, just hanging in the air. And I wrote, God's purposes with a question mark. So I don't know. Not sure what those were. But and then on the back of this, um, the Lord was saying, You have started your ministry. Anointed for work. Okay. Your ministry has started, he said again. Okay. Nothing has changed in my life, but my ministry has started. Well, that's different. I did notice at this time, though, and I don't know if I wrote it in my notebook, but <clears throat> in June of 2018, I started having conversations with my husband. And, um, you know, we went to church. It was a Lutheran church, but it was evangelical. And um, I would be talking to him, and he, we would be talking back and forth, and then all of a sudden, out of my mouth would come scripture verses for examples. Because I'd say, well, you know, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing this at work because in the Bible it says, and then I would quote this full scripture verse, sometimes two verses together. And I remember one morning he was on his way to work and he just stopped like on his way out the door and he was looking at me like, and immediately that other verse came to mind. My word, you know, not one word of the mouth of the Lord will drop to the ground or something like that. You know, it's it's all effective. And he was just looking at me like, why are you blasting me with Bible verses all the time? And I was kind of surprised because I'm like, I should, this is just happening. He didn't say that. I didn't say that. But that was our look at each other and he's just kind of looking at me like why are you why are you you know bible thumping me basically and I'm like these are just coming out I don't know I'm spending a lot of time with the Lord and this stuff is just coming out so sorry but then on um, the next day I wrote I am feeling his joy for the first time in my life the enemy or my flesh either one wants me to think it's arrogance Jesus, separate the two, kill the arrogance, and expound the joy. So, um, and then I saw the purposes, his purposes, on the colorful dot song sheet scattered purposefully in a field like flowers. 
various colors and suddenly they all t came together to a center point and disintegrated into streak particles together and ascended like in a vacuum. And I drew a picture of this. It made me think of the tethering of heaven to earth that a friend wrote in Facebook. Is this the culmination, the revealing of the sons of God, the remnant call? I've been seeing streaky light, short light streaks in a bunch, but rainbow colored. Oh, and then I drew that rainbow, the rainbow colored streaks. Um, and I made some notes off of things I saw, like <clears throat> scientific things um, from off the internet. Um, and then I, I had seen an article about 5G radio waves and how they use radio spectrum and rainbow streaks. So that's when the 5G thing was just coming out, like the suspicion of it. So I wrote that. <clears throat> rainbow streaks quantum. Operation and function of subatomic energy fields, life, and particles has to do with light and sound frequencies. I don't know. That was from the quantum physics book. So there's that. Um, June 15th, 2018, I had an encounter. encounter. Um, I was praising and felt like I was dancing with Jesus. In the prayer closet, I cast off... I can't see what that something ambiance later dreamed with last time for Facebook post confirmation this morning. My heart is the ballroom of intimacy where we dance only Jesus and me. And then another in, uh, confirmation from a Facebook post. I was taken through the veil by the Lord. Um, become obedient to the point of death and I started thinking about this stuff and I'm like obedient to the point of death if we're coming into the revelations end time like going to be living in that day that's something we're going to have to consider is being obedient to the point of death the kingdom age coming to pass so, hmm. All right. And June 18th in the morning, um, I woke up at 5 in the morning, and these questions were going through my head. I, it, was, it was like not me asking, but I could hear these questions being asked by an external voice, but in my spirit. The first one said, should we expose the theft? Hmm. And I thought, <clears throat> is it your plan, Lord? Should we expose it, me and you? And then I thought, I wrote down implications. Hmm. And then, that, and then it asked again, asked Peter three times, do you love me? And I wrote a note later. This was after his resurrection. So the Holy Spirit, first time was a question. Second time was really think about it. Consider. Third time, if needed, yes, do it. So um, I was being asked, should we expose the theft twice? And then the third question was, 
He asked Peter three times, Do you love me? And then the Lord said, Do not be unequally yoked. And and I really started thinking about that. Now this is uh, June 18th, and I'm like, Expose the theft. Do not be unequally yoked. What does he mean about this? Um, and then I... I just made some notes about my work day. So on June 19th, I wrote, I was praying to have my stubbornness extracted and <clears throat> in the prayer closet. And after that, I felt lightheaded, nauseated, and dizzy. But I was seeing pops of neon pinkish purple colors. And then I, re I wrote, I want more prism more like rainbow colors. I want to hear more bells. Oh yeah, I've been hearing bells. And I want to smell more fragrances, like random fragrances in the air. Apparently I was not writing those down. The stubbornness is gone, but the Lord needs to work through it like kneading dough. Psalm 38, 2, your hand is pressed down on me. Stay in the word. Um, and then I wrote, I'm going with Leah this weekend. Uh, husband has to work in his route, and I drew I drew a weird picture. <laughs> what the heck? Like some kind of smiley face with a person. That's weird. I don't know. I don't know where I got that. But um, so I was going to the International House of Prayer with my sister down in Kansas City. I was very excited about that. We were going to spend the weekend down there. Um, I remember that something happened with like tornado weather on the way back. Maybe it's in here. So this was an exciting weekend. We had a really, really good time. Uh, so here I am making all kinds of notes about the weekend. Uh, the weekend coming up. I was leaving the 21st, but <clears throat> June 20th was a Sunday, and I wrote, At church, the Lord opened my eyes to another realm. As I was sitting and observing people around me in the church, um, my husband, of course, was sleeping next to me because he slept through uh, right after the worship music, once the pastor started talking, he would fall asleep. And it was, like, noticeable, of course. I mean, she falls asleep. Sometimes he would, like, do, a, a like, a snoring sound, and I'd have to jab him. But I just got to the point where, you know what, Lord, just let him sleep. I don't know. It's, it's not that exciting in here anyway. Just let him sleep. And I looked at him. And he was sleeping like he normally does. But as I was looking at him, I could tell that he was crying in his sleep. I thought, huh, that's weird. And so I sat in between him and my mother-in-law. And so my mother-in-law is on the left side. She was, uh, at this point, 89 years old. And I was looking at her, and she looked normal. And then she started appearing very old, very fragile. And I, as I think she could tell, I was looking at her, and she and she just turned her head away. I'm like, 
that's weird. And then I was looking at um, one of the, uh, he wasn't one of the associate pastors, but he did preach every occasionally. And I was watching his wife. I was talking to her before the service. So I, I remember making a note. Now this has happened before the service. And she was, she's rather thin. And I don't know if she had dealt with some health issues or whatever. But as I was talking to her, her face got really, really sunken and skinny and like gaunt. And she looked emaciated as I was talking to her. I'm like, what is happening? So then I, after the service, I was talking to the worship leader guy and he was a young guy he's rather good looking you know and <clears throat> friendly and everything and he was at the welcome desk and as I left I was talking to him and I said yeah I'm going to IHOP today you know International House of Prayer you know and and stuff like that and he said oh you got to be careful I was just down there not too long ago and they do prophecies I'm like yeah I'm I signed up for the prophecy center you know, and he's like, oh, you got to be careful of that. It's a cool place. You know, they worship. It's Mike Bickle's place where they worship 24 hours a day, which is a great thing. I would recommend, you know, if you were looking for some good spontaneous worship music, just go online, International House of Prayer. <clears throat> you can watch live. I haven't done that in quite a while. So as I'm talking to him, he's like, oh, you know, you got to be careful and as I'm looking at him and he's talking, his eyes are getting more and more and more closer together. And it went through me narrow-minded. I'm like, what is going on? And then this other guy that was really nice, he's at, always at the door with the handouts. He was handing out, you know, the usual stuff. And I'm like, hi, how are you? You know, this is going in. And you know, he looked all happy, but his eyes were really like squinty. And then um, this other, the, the Christian pastor was acting extremely like he wanted people to be interested. Like his normal sermons, and it was a, probably a normal sermon, but he was like really earnestly wanting people to be interested on this particular day. And I'm like, what did you do? what am I seeing? Am I seeing like, it was like into a spiritual realm where I was seeing and then it stopped. I never saw that again after that. You know, um, I, I probably maybe had heightened discernment maybe, but yeah, it was just so weird. Okay. So, uh, so I went to, I drove to Minneapolis and picked up my sister and I believe, I don't remember if we, we must have left straight that night <clears throat> to Kansas from there, which that would have been a long trip, but we did. Because it says the next morning we were at IHOP. Um, we signed up, we went to the Hope and Healing Room, we prayed for her throat and her thyroid. The praise and worship was really good. Um, and then I wrote stuff that I did there and we went to World Revival Church that was really neat um, and then the Lord was just kind of showing me with some discernment you know things to watch for so like not everybody at those places 
And even my husband had said that, you know, you can't trust everything that happens and everything everybody says at those places. And I'm like, I know this. I know. And the Lord was emphasizing that, no, you really need to use discernment. <clears throat> because, you know, um, not everything every person prays over you is of me. It's like, okay, all right, I will... I will try not to be so prideful. Um, and then the night of June 25th, I had a vision. It was the material of the tether. Now that last, the last one I said where I saw all those events. Sorry if this page turning is noisy. I saw all these, these events come together. Okay, let me look at it again. I saw the purposes on the colorful dot song sheet that I had done like a month or so earlier scattered purposefully in a field like flowers, various colors. Suddenly they all came together to a center point and dis disintegrated into a streak, particles together and ascended like in a vacuum. And it made me think of the tethering of heaven to earth that the Facebook friend had wrote. So now I had a vision of the material of the tether, building blocks. It was chunks of the tether. It was flesh, but it was like the substance of pink rubber. It almost reminded me of raw chicken meat in its texture, but it couldn't be cut or broken. When it was connected, they became seamless. And then I heard the Lord say, I throw them down so you will pick them up. God holds them and others. The elders toss them down. Then the heavenly realm slowly backed away into the distance. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Um, and then later on I had a vision, the belly vision I had two weeks ago, more like an action vision, feeling a thick torrential stream coming out or going into my belly. The Lord was present. He was initiating the action. He provides the river for our obedience. That's pretty cool because just yesterday I was thinking how the Christians alive during the Great Tribulation are God's only hope. That's why we're not raptured. And I'm sorry if you disagree with that. God's only hope is the body of Christ. The head, Jesus Christ, is at the right hand of the Father. Yes, he can come to earth if he wills, but his dwelling place is at the right hand of the Father at the throne. His body is on the earth. The earth's only hope is the body of Christ. And during the wrath, we will not be in it. We will either be taken away spiritually, taken away physically, whatever happens. But before that happens, they talk about the latter rain movement, which the latter rain movement was during our generation decades ago as the Holy Spirit was poured out in all of these revivals. Um, Welsh, starting with like the Welsh revival and then the 19, early 1900s and then Azusa and then <clears throat> just all kinds of revivals that broke out over the last hundred years or so. That's the latter rain movement. The latter rain was then soaked up by God's people. It is in us, God's people, 
that are filled with the Holy Spirit. We have this river inside of us flowing. We have to work with him to release it. During the Revelation's time, we are the flood. We are the dew of the morning. We are the latter rain. We are the flood. So he's not going to flood the earth physically, like he said. That was the promise in his rainbow. He's not going to flood the earth like he did in the days of Noah. But what is coming is fire, is judgment fire. What puts out fire? Rain. Water. Water puts out fire. So we temper the judgment according to his will through us being soaked in by his Holy Spirit river. Okay, I just thought I'd better throw that in there from somewhere. All right. Um, I want to get through the end. I hope you don't mind if it's a couple minutes over. I want to get through the end of June. I like to do a month each time, so this can each week, so this can be wrapped up. Um, okay, and then I start doing some more teachings. Let's see. I'm back from IHOP. I start questioning the seven spirits, which is Isaiah 11, the spirit of the Lord which is said to be prophecy, spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. And Neville Johnson points out those are the colors of the rainbow. These are the seven spirit functions, seven distinct ministries of the Holy Spirit. And you can see that in Revelations 1, 44 through 6 and Revelations 4, 5, where the seven spirits are around the throne. June 28th, I heard proclamation being spoke in the prayer closet. And then he said, how do we unlock the doors? Once you're in the heavenly gate, you're in. Um, that's what I heard when I, when I was in the prayer closet. Um, and then I had a vision at the church. Now the worship leader, this is the next week, the worship leader was preaching. I think we were going on Wednesdays. I don't think this was Sunday. But the worship leader was preaching his first time because he was going through seminary. So they really let him preach. And it was really good. But during the worship, before he preached, I saw myself standing in a large white doorway in the heavens. Darkness and lots of stars in the outer space. I walked up to this large white doorway. I had my physical eyes closed in the church. And I knew I had to walk through. But I stopped on the white threshold and the Lord stopped me. I stood there thinking, it's a long drop, but I will be caught by him. Then I thought, not yet. Later I went out to the car in the parking lot and stopped on a handicapped blue line and the Lord impressed on me, you won't realize when you've crossed over. And by then I was putting on my seatbelt. <clears throat> yeah. So, all right. In the prayer closet, also that morning, I could feel the Father's presence. The Father and Jesus came in and sat down in front of me. All I could do was hold up my hands in front of me, outward in praise and exultation and wonder. I felt, it's too much, but don't stop at the same time. Wonder of wonders. I then asked for them to do a full body scan, an MRI of sorts, a My Redemption imaging scan, and I laid myself on the altar. 
Then I thanked and praised him, them, for taking my children in, in Isaac Samuel act. They reminded me of my faithfulness. I'm sorry, I had to pause that because I was just praying for my kids last night. Oh, I haven't read this stuff in such a long time. Good Lord. Okay, I'm on June 29th. I think I'm going to wrap this up. Okay, on the same day I have to ask that, uh, add this. Last night I was, as I was praying, husband asleep, about 11 p.m., the father presented his presence in the dark of my heart mind. Couldn't look at me straight on. Ominous foreboding, but only because of the fear of the Lord that precedes it. I sensed and spoke only because clothed with Jesus' robe of righteousness, able to, felt after a bit of being frozen and not daring to move, that I could say a word of thanks and praise. Then the verse came to mind. Um, I thought, can Father follow me? Okay, I'm not sure what that is. Um, yeah, I remember that. Oh, I knew you would call me Father and not turning away from following me. Yeah. <clears throat> That's Zechariah. <sighs> All right, and then on June 30th, I'm not going to say the end is near, but the manifestation of the sons of glory. Not sure why I use just use that term. I've heard it before, though. That's in my notes. Distraction hmm, is taking place now. I heard the word spoke clearly, trumpet in the prayer closet a while back. Daily at first, and now almost hourly, everything I read, the Father is showing me confirmations of what people would call coincidental things. And then I'm just, I'm just writing things that, that made it coincidental. So, um, the only other thing I believe that ends it. Let me look and see. Yes. And we're at 38 minutes, so that's plenty long. Apologize for that. Um, I wanted to, a lot happened at the very end of June. So um, we'll pick up with July next week. The end of July is a doozy. Something happened that I just really did not see coming. And it, it happened very, very quick. And it absolutely changed my life. So I will leave it at that and I pray you have a blessed day.